It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Morocco's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and I am flying solo today. Uh, we will be looking today at Morocco's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Short version, and please. So that's the end of the uh, player by player section. We'll go back to some of the takeaways uh, again to kind of repeat. Now we can put names to some of these positions. I didn't want to do that at the beginning because I thought it would be... Um, a bit confusing but uh, we talked about a lack of balance in positions so some positions like left defense or attacking midfield they have too many players in those positions and in other positions uh, maybe not right defense now but uh, perhaps but definitely in defensive and central midfielders and on the wings left and uh, sorry left and right uh, I should say left and right midfielders more defense-minded midfielders uh, they're a bit short, so they're likely to move players as they did in the 2021 African Cup, move players uh, uh, into positions that they don't normally start in. That's the takeaway from that. And then in terms of specifics, um, we saw that uh, uh, left-back Adam Messina has been playing as a right-back uh, for quite a while. Uh, Sofiane Amrabat was... Um, is a pretty uh, established central or defensive midfielder, but uh, they seem to kind of mix and match in terms of uh, adding players to that midfield. So they tried out central defender Sami Mamey in the role of a stopper, and um, they they uh, he was only the stopper in one of the three games where they tried that formation. Uh, they moved. Uh, um, attacking midfielder Ilias Chair and Salim Amala um, into kind of a central midfield role uh, too. Uh, in terms of the wings, uh, they have attacking midfielder Sofiane Bouffal. Uh, he held down the left midfield position there for a while at least. And the right uh, midfield position uh, in the African Cup, so virtually a different player every game. So uh, Unahi uh, played that position twice, and then they tried Tisudali there. He's he's a left winger, but uh, they put him over to right midfielder. They tried Luza, who's a, set, a central midfielder, over there, and they tried forward Munir El Haddadi, uh, all taking a crack at that right midfield role. But now that there's Hakim Zayech, uh, might be coming back, even though he's more of a an attacking right midfielder. He is on the right, so I would imagine um, uh, he would be in that position. But if they do put him in that position, they will have to uh, uh, maybe enlist some more defensive midfielders. And then for forwards, uh, they were rotated at first with left winger Zachariah Abukal starting as a lone forward in game one of the African Cup, which took me by surprise. Uh, but then it seemed like Ayub El-Kabi 
who we had actually predicted as a substitute, uh, uh, came in and nailed down the position. And Yusuf El Nasri, uh, who I think was injured at the beginning of the African Cup or recovering from an injury, uh, also came into play. And since then, uh, Tissou Dali has been uh, kind of vying with uh, El Nasri uh, for that position. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. We need a bit more. Um, on that. Okay, so that is um, a review of the takeaway from the previous podcast. And we're just going to do a couple of things to uh, uh, think about what Morocco looks like coming into this cup. So in terms of club affiliations, wow, they're actually quite impressive. Um, Most of their players playing at least for um, second tier clubs. And I'm talking about names like Udinese, Fiorentina, West Ham, um, I hope I'm not insulting people by uh, calling these second-tier clubs, but uh, solid clubs, Benfica, uh, you know, Zamalek in Egypt, uh, maybe actually not that many players from the uh, clubs in in Morocco, but there is uh, uh, Anna Zaniti, the goalkeeper, plays for Raja Casablanca, and uh, another with Wydad, a couple of players with Wydad Casablanca, uh, so, but um, I would say for the most part, uh, fairly solid second tier uh, teams. But we're going to highlight a couple of uh, players' club affiliation here because we have uh, Ashraf Hakimi, who plays for the uh, elite club Paris Saint Germain. And then the player who was not selected because of uh, discord with the manager, Nusser Mazraoui. Um, uh, plays for Bayern Munich or recently moved to Bayern Munich, so I'm sure the new manager will give him a look. Uh, Sevilla is kind of in that category of like solid second-tier teams, but maybe arguably a top-tier team, however you want to make of it. I'm highlighting them here because these guys have uh, three players. I thought it was more than that, but anyway, on my list here is three. Uh, Yassim Bounou, Yusuf al Nesri the forward, and Munir Al-Haddadi, the uh, forward also, uh, all playing for Sevilla. And then a couple of young players to keep an eye on. Uh, one of them is Abdi Ezal Zuli, uh, who may be going by a different name, maybe just Abdi. Uh, anyway, he's with Barcelona B, and Spain and Morocco are uh, kind of fighting for his services. And then we have uh, the the goalkeeper I mentioned, uh, Sammy Clamcani with uh, Chelsea. But he's one kind of for the future, probably won't make a, um, inroads in this World Cup. They already have plen- uh, uh, They already have a bit of a struggle uh, in terms of uh, selecting goalkeepers. Uh, okay, and finally. Uh, we'll not finally. We'll look at uh, the age and experience of the of the team. So I have basically made up my own list here of kind of I would say um, the the definite, likely, impossible players for the most part. So this is a bit of a rough estimate, uh, uh, but I've listed uh, thirty three players. Uh, among the ones I've chosen today, not the ones who who just play a game here and there. And I've come up with the average age of uh, uh, 25.8. 
So that is actually quite good. Like that's the prime of uh, of players' career. They only have a couple of players in their thirties. We mentioned Fajir Fakal, uh, sorry, uh, Faisal Fajir, who is in his thirties. A couple of the goalies too. We we noted are in their thirties. So um, uh, Bunu and uh, uh, Bunu and uh, what's his name? Sorry, uh, Mohan, Mohan, uh, yeah, Mooney or Mohan, uh, both of them uh, in their 30s. But that's okay for a goalie. Uh, and and that's about it. Um, Jawad Ali Amik is, is 32. And Roman Seitz is the other one, kind of um, maybe approaching retirement age. But uh, a lot of the bigger names that we've talked about are, are in their mid-20s. So a very good age for the team. I would say they have uh, a couple of tournaments left in them with basically the same group of players. So looking good on the age front. In terms of caps, the average number of caps is 19. Uh, so I don't know what to make of that. Maybe a bit inexperienced. Uh, again, Face uh, uh, Al Fajr is the one with the most caps at 51. Uh, those two goalies, um, I got confused because they they have uh, Munir uh, Mohan uh, as Munir Al Kajwi that he sometimes goes by that name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They both have 43, and oops, actually, the player with the most caps is Captain Roman size. So uh, all of those players being older have more caps. The rest have uh, basically around 20 uh, or less, apart from um, some some players who have played a lot, like Ashri Fakimi. So um, maybe slightly lacking in experience, Yusuf El Nezri has 48. And the next after that, I think, is uh, Sofian Amrabat with 36. So um, uh, not that experience, but perhaps it doesn't matter that much. And uh, just for fun, the total number of goals among these players is, among these 35 players, is 68. So that's actually uh, a little bit low. But I know that they were they were a highly defensive team up until the 2019, I think, African Cup. Uh, and they looked a bit more attacking in 2021. So I'm hoping to see a bit more of an attacking team. Hang on, I'm not, because uh, I want Canada to do well. So I'm not really hoping to see that. But in terms of Morocco, uh, hoping to see a bit more uh, of an attacking team. Okay, just a quick look at players to watch. Uh, of course, uh, Ash Ashraf Hakimi is um, player to keep an eye on. He takes free kicks. He's a left defender, uh, but he's a real leader on the team. He plays free kicks. Uh, he is kind of involved in the attack. He has eight goals, um, and he plays for Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, the forwards, uh, I think all three of them um, will be visible in the World Cup. So Ayub El Kabi, probably the main forward there, and Yusuf N. Nesri and Tariq Tisudali, uh, the forwards, they, they'll be kind of responsible for scoring the goals. And then uh, a few veterans, uh, Yassim Bounou, the goalkeeper, 
uh, will will almost certainly be starting. And Romain Romain Seitz, the captain, uh, well, look for him coming up uh, for for uh, corner kicks. Uh, as well as being uh, being a rock in the defence there. Uh, Sophie Buffal, I think he will be a bit of a playmaker on the left side, uh, even though he's an attacking, uh, called an attacking midfielder. And then uh, just just um, this player, uh, Abdi Ezalzouli. So Morocco were hoping to get him. They put him on the preliminary roster for the 2021 African Cup. Uh, kind of more in hope than in fact he seems like he's still deciding between Morocco and Spain but uh, you know maybe this uh, being a World Cup will help him make a decision and of course Morocco will be uh, hoping that he he falls their way all right well that brings us to the end of the podcast on Morocco Uh, I just want to have the list of players at the very end here so I'm going to copy them in uh, but I won't go through them all. Uh, I won't go through them all again. Um, oh, uh, no, actually, what we did last time was kind of uh, our starting lineup. So maybe I'll kind of do that on the fly here. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna wing it and uh, try to do this. So uh, starting lineup. So the manager will be... Um, uh, not Vahid Halahodzic, uh, but will be Walid Regragui. And I hope in the future they uh, look towards a manager whose name is easier to pronounce. Um, for goalkeepers, I'm going to say it's definitely Yasin Bunu. Uh, Munir Mohand is the backup now. Uh, for central defenders, it's going to be uh, Roman Seiss and Naif Egward. I shouldn't say it so confidently. Uh, they could get injured or something like that, but uh, the standard starting lineup will be uh, those two. As a left-back, uh, again, if fit, definitely uh, Ashraf Hakimi. But on the right-back, I wonder if Massini, uh, Adam Massini will be challenged. And so... I'm going to leave Sofiane Alakouch and uh, Nusser Masrawi as possible candidates there uh, to replace Nabil Dirar, who, who is retired and had the position before that. Uh, midfielders, uh, at the back, uh, they really don't have any defensive midfielders. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of show that that position is not really being filled. But central midfielders, uh, Sofian Amrabat, and although he plays a bit more on the wing, it seems, Azadeen Unahi, uh, um, but I'm, I'm going to put him as likely there, and I may be wrong in doing that. And uh, we'll say goodbye to the retired Mbark Busufa, Busufa. Uh, who is a bit of a loss in the midfield there. Left midfielders, uh, no. um, uh, They may turn to a couple of these guys, uh, Amin Harit or Mohamed Chibi. It seems right now they're just kind of trying them out. And one of the things they're doing is replacing right midfielder Norden Amrabat, who they still haven't found uh, uh, an actual right midfielder for. 
left wingers. Uh, we only have possible candidates here, uh, Zachariah Abukal and Suf uh, Sufiane Rahimi. I wonder if Rahimi is a bit more favoured there. Uh, but I'm going to leave up uh, the young player with Barcelona, Abdi uh, Ezal Zuli. And um, I'm also going to leave up uh, right, uh, the possible right winger, Hakim Zayech, because uh, they'll definitely use him if, um, you know, if he joins the team again. As far as attacking midfielders go, we'll say Salim Amala, although uh, he's been playing more... Uh, in the central midfielder, though perhaps in a in a uh, attacking role, I'm going to leave Sofia Buffal up there too as a likely candidate. And in the forward line, uh, Ayub El Kabi and Yusuf Ben Nefri are pretty much definite as far as selection for the team go. And um, Tusudali is probably. Uh, the same, but I leave him as a likely because I think he's kind of the third in that equation and also likely as Munir Al-Hadadi, although they have used him uh, kind of on the wing um, on the wing more than as an actual forward. Okay, so we'll call that uh, our prediction for the starting lineup uh, at this point uh, with a few players kind of as maybes in there. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the uh, to the end of the podcast. And thank you so much for listening. And we will be doing an update in uh, probably early November when they publish the um, when they publish the uh, preliminary squads. And we might wait until they finalize that squad. And meanwhile, uh, we did do actually African teams, and we have done. Uh, CONCACAF teams, so North and Central American teams, if you want to look back, of course we're going to do a podcast for this World Cup, which will update those, but uh, they are uh, in prior podcasts, so if you look at the uh, show notes for this, or if you check us out at soccerfiles.captivate.fm, I'll put it up on the screen for... Um, those who want to uh, check YouTube, again, you can check YouTube and just pop directly to the end and see this information in print. Uh, or you can just search Soccer Files Canada. So Soccer Files is with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And if you find our website, you'll be able to see uh, the stuff we've done until now. Nine series in all. This is our 10th. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye. So bye, and we hope we see you in our next podcast. <laughs>